good after well, good morning good afternoon good night wherever you at wherever time zone you at this is deshaun soapbox episode three i got caleb parker with me in the what's studio good, what's good so caleb introduce yourself to the people man well my name is caleb parker um i'm a senior here at nc state majoring in sociology i reign from goldsboro north carolina which is about an hour away from raleigh you know here to make a positive impact Right, right, right. And also talk about your business, though, bro. Like, Okay, okay. Also, so uh, I'm uh, the founder and uh, operator of Black Apron. Um, pretty much what that is, is a catering and uh, food sale business. Um, I mainly run it off of Instagram, so just trying to stay, you know, tapped in with the social network and um, seeing how that's came in play, you know, with, come to play within, like, the recent five years, seeing the power within that. Um, I've definitely tried to, you know, make sure that's my mainstay and um, where I make my most impact. Um, been doing it for about a year now. Um, started, it was March 11th, 2017, was when uh, Black Apron really was the first inception of it. Um, really didn't have the name or the brand or anything like that. Um, cause one thing with Brandon, it always, you know, it's a process and everything like that, but that was really the starting of me, um, actually pursuing my career within the culinary arts. Okay. So how'd you get your start? Like what, what made you like decide to dedicate yourself to making a business out of this? Cause that's a big step. Right. So if we kind of, you know, do a rewind to about, a a month before then, um, you know, I had been for about a year, I was without a car, pretty much, um, you know, and I had saved up a good amount of money um, to I purchase my first car. Um, and that's what I did. And literally like a week later, I hydroplaned and crashed on the highway, like hit both medians and everything like mm -hmm. that. Um, and at that point, you know, I was like in a place of, well, especially within the car, I was like, I'm dead. Like, you know what I mean? Because like the speed I was going, I mean, I was, it was raining, so I was, you know, reducing speed and everything like that, but it still was like, I was like, yo, this is it, because, you know, it was just a lot of craziness going on, mm -hmm. um, and it kind of took me a little bit just to kind of get back in reality, because, you know, just like, oh, did I actually die, like, you know what I'm saying, but um, it kind of changed my perspective, um, it made me look at life a little bit different, uh, made me value it a little bit more, um, it definitely made me uh, more in tune to who I am and my pursuits and what I really wanted. Um, so I think after that, I really did a po like a post reflection. You know what I mean? Um, just really looking into who I was and what I've done. You know, saying in my past because I, like I said, it was a flash before my eyes, really my life type thing. So yeah, it was, yeah, most definitely. You know what I mean? So it was really Near looking exactly. So it was looking into that. Um, so like a month later, you know, really not even a month later, probably just like a few weeks later, a couple weeks later. Um, I was just a Sunday night, just sitting in my bed, you know what I'm saying? Normal type thing, going over homework assignments, you know, uh, job applications, what have you. And, um, pretty much I was like, you know, I kind of want to do something for myself, you know what I mean? And I was like, I, of course I was, you know, needed money and everything like that too. Um, and it really made me to where I was like, okay, so what is something that I'm passionate about and what's something that I could make a business? You know what I mean? Even when I really wasn't thinking of it as such as this business, um, and then cooking kind of just was always in my like back of my mind. I mean, it was something that I've done throughout college um, or at least like fine tuned throughout college because, of you know, staying in dorms, you really can't cook. But once we moved to an apartment, it was more I was testing recipes, trying stuff out. And I love to eat. So it was just it was something I enjoyed. Um, and it's always I always cooked, you know, through high school, even when I was a young kid, just testing out different stuff. And it's always been an interest in my mind. Um, but it's actually recognizing that as a passion that where I feel like that uh, shift took place. Because um, I realized, okay, this is something I eagerly enjoy. And this is also something that I can make money off of. And then, I mean, that's where the greatest businesses come from, is finding that middle place of passion 
and commerce, obviously. Right, 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 right. And you're also very involved in the community as well. And like, I believe Black Apron is an extension of that. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong in that. Um, no, no, you're exactly right. Um, one thing that I've, you know, tried to do with my business is be different. Um, I feel like a lot of times when you have a business, um, of course, money is the motive. You know what I'm saying? And making money is supposed to be the important part of a business because without money, you're not really going to be able to persist as a business. Um, but another initiative that I've taken up was or taken up was really um, understanding that I have a voice, you know what I mean? And not just a personal voice, but I have a voice from a brand, you know what I mean, that is now recognized across campus and everything like that. So it's like making sure that that voice is used for the right, you know, used obviously obviously for the right ears, but also used for the right message. Um, and it's just about spreading positivity, man. Um, that's really the core root of everything that I've, do, I've done um, and trying to do is spreading positivity because um, one of the things that I've always thought of or really kind of like the main statement that I've kind of thought within Black Apron is um, we all when, when we all sit at a table and we're able to eat, we're able to com conversate. You know what I'm saying? Once we're able to conversate, then we're able to break down the differences and we're also able to, you know, just, I mean, just come together on some, you know, true stuff. Like, you know what I mean? A lot of times it takes just sitting down at a table to really understand a person um, and who doesn't like food. You know what I mean? I feel like that's one thing that goes across cultures. Like, everyone loves food. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, whether Whatever your politics, whatever your nationality, race, ethnicity, uh, you know, sexuality, anything. We, you all, go, share, we, we all, all share eat. a meal. We yeah. all eat. So it's just making sure that, you know, we're all eating up. Same as plug. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's no shame in it, bro. Plug your stuff real quick. Oh yeah, you know, I, I you know, you just gotta put that little pen note, just look a little bit humble. <laughs> so how you come up with eat up? Like I, I really like that slogan. So like I was like, yo, how you come up with that? Because that's really catchy. Right. Um, it's really trying to. I was trying to find something catchy. Like I said, it was a process to really uh, establish myself as a brand. Um, like I said, so, so for March 11th, you know, was doing plate sales and everything like that. Um, and then over that summer, I started doing like some events. Like I did like a, a pool party that we hosted. Um, was really big. Um, you know, got a lot of retweets on Twitter and a lot of people showed up. So unfortunately, it got rained out. You know what I mean? But I mean, it still was a good turnout. Kind of got my face out there. Um, it was partnered with me and one of my bros, um, Zay. Um, you know what I'm saying? And we did that type thing and we did two of them actually that summer. So it was really over that summer, it was a process of going through who I was. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point in time, I was really just Caleb can cook. You know what I'm saying? And not even as a name, like an actual brand name. It was just, oh, Caleb cooks. You know what I mean? So it was like, okay, so what's a brand? Like, you know what I'm saying? And breaking that down. And I realized um, having a brand means that you're trying to make sure that you're recognizable when you're not there. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's making it to where, um, like Coca-Cola, like you don't have to have the CEO of Coca-Cola to tell you this is a Coca-Cola bottle. You can see on the the label, oh, this is Coca-Cola. You could tell by um, just their slogans if it's just little was black and white letters and was put somewhere. And most of these companies' slogans, if you see it, you already have that recogni recognition of okay, that's attached to this this and et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 uh, attached to someone. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just finding those connections. Um, and so for me, eat up was something that I not only try to make a slogan, but I also try to make a, like a philosophy of not only just eating up like, OK, like, of course, with meals and everything like and talking about culinary arts, but it's mm -hmm. also eat up like achieve what you want to achieve. Like I did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is this is my dream. Nourish yourself. Exactly. Yeah. 
Invest in yourself. Um, actually, I got a shirt on right now. Um, plug for my uh, brother Deshante. He runs a Lewis and Company. Um, pretty much the clothing brand, everything like that, out of Fayetteville and everything like that. Cool dude, business smart businessman like myself. Um, but it's all what, about what's ba- the clothing brand called? Lewis and Company. Um, Lewis, Lewis and, and Company. Lewis and um, Company. make sure y'all follow them on Instagram and everything like that. Um, but pretty much what my shirt has on right now is bet on yourself, and that's really almost a synonymous with eat up. It's eat up like go go at whatever you want like make it happen like don't let nobody tell you you can't do anything don't like no don't let nobody tell you that your dream's too big like break it down and make it to where it's accomplishable just like how you would eat like you know what i mean you see a 65 ounce steak you're not gonna be able to just shove that in your mouth cut it up eat mm-hmm. it up that's it i feel that i feel that i like that philosophy um so my next question is for you is this like you identify yourself as a black business mm-hmm like, what does that mean to you to be like to have a black business? Well, to have a black business is, um, I guess, it's a dual identity within society. Um, obviously, first one being black, um, and to a certain extent, that can put limitations on you because you have some people in this world that we <laughs> label post racial, but um, really, you have a lot of people that will won't support you because you're black black and white alike you know what i mean um Mm -hmm. and it makes it to where you kind of have to overcome that and um also where you have to come at another level of professionality or professional excuse me professionalism professionalism get let me get that right (laughs) where's the funny right right, right, right. i'm a a cook not a writer but um yeah you just it's 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 an extra it's as, as any other identity that's attached with uh blackness it's get making sure that you have an extra oomph is all I can really term it. Um, is making sure that you're putting the extra effort within it. Because, I mean, like we always, you know, been told or what we've heard a common saying is, you know, you have to work twice as hard to achieve, you know, a lot of times to your white kind of parts, the same thing. The you know same what I mean? And that, the same outcome. I, exactly. Um, and really that kind of, you know, plays itself within business. Um, obviously, when it comes to acquiring business loans, you have to think that uh, prejudice comes into play. Um, also, with like I said, product placement, um, marketing—I mean, the list goes on and on—to right, right, right. where it just that identity does come into play. But it's really one thing that I tried to make with Black Apron was not just only just. Of course, I'm within the black community, and it's like um, you know, that's who I'm. You know, that's my core and everything like that. But it's making it to where my brand doesn't really have a race it's a catering business not a person you know what i mean um so it's making it to where it's reachable to the masses but where the masses understand that this is my core you know what i'm saying so it's really sticking true to your roots not just working twice as hard but making sure that you're putting forth the extra effort and then also where you support other black businesses that's really like the key of a black business is you're really not gonna be able to be successful without supporting other black businesses you can be but your core has to your core is what uplifts you you know what i'm saying and if you don't market towards your core or help out with you know what i'm saying the people that helped you then you're not going to be successful um in the long run i mean you might be able to be trendy but it's just if you don't support each other then who's going to support you i mean what's keeping us from supporting each other like i i see a lot of black businesses start up <coughs> and then they don't go where they they wanted to go and a lot of it falls well i People would say that that falls on a lack of support of black business. And where do you think there's the source of that is? Ego, honestly. Uh, you know, even just conversations I've had with, like, some of my own, you know, friends and everything like that. Because um, it's always been something that's interests me. Is like, why are we so adept of following the trends of someone we have no idea about? But 
we will, you know, kind of shun the idea of supporting someone that we do know. You know what I mean? And a lot of people will, you know, obviously have that combative or opposition of, well, you know, if just an example of like music. You know what I mean? Um, you'll you'll retweet. You know what I'm saying? If Drake or the baby, you know, shout out in New Carolina. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you'll retweet them. You know what I'm saying? But your homeboy, you know what I'm saying? You won't retweet. And then, you know, like I said, they'll put the opposition or the kind of counter is like. Oh well, bro, what's up? Mm, well, there's a lot of famous rappers that not none of them. Now let me just say that not Drake, cut the baby, or anybody. But there's a lot of rappers that are famous that, to a certain ear, is they have the same quality as the local artists. And exactly, but they they get away with more like retweets and different things like that, and they're more access to support and different things like that. Exactly, exactly, and it's really it's just like. Um, like I said, like they'll have that counter of, but it's like if the okay, so like just minus the like poor quality of it. Say so, because there's a lot of local artists even within this area of Raleigh that have high quality music, creative, but it's still like they kind of have to pull teeth to just get support from their just local people, and it's just like I said, it's it's a lot of it's tied to ego. Like you don't want to be the like a lot of people say they're trendsetters, but they don't want to really be the ones that's trying to set the trends. They don't really understand what that means. Like setting trends means that you're doing something different than everyone. Not just because you following a, you're a trend follower. If you just can, you know, say stay on top of what different trends are coming about. But trendsetters are the ones that like see the norm and break, divert from break it. Break from it. Exactly. They chart a new path. They make a new way and they have the foresight to see that this, this thing that's right here, that, that this small thing can be bigger. Right, and they have the foresight to see that, and that that's basic like business in itself. Like, and so like those people aren't probably good business people because they probably don't have the foresight to see that, yo, this thing can grow. Exactly, and they they don't have the the not the initiative, but like they don't still don't have the belief that this faith. Yeah, faith. It all comes down to that. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, my thing is, Caleb. Like, what what would you like to see? Like, cause you cause you made like a point that I, I thought was kind of profound. You was like that you won't see support because you're black, not just from white people, but like also black people. Like talk about that, like the specifically the black people part, because right. that caught my attention. Um, It goes back to the same, same thing, it's ego. Uh, a lot of times, um, one, one, I can't quote the person who said this, but um, essentially what, the, what he was saying was that people sometimes from your own home or from your own core won't support you just based off of they might have something that they wanted to kick off and it didn't take off. And then they going, you know, what I'm saying obviously counteract and be like, well, I mean, you know, what I'm saying I, if he if he make it, I ain't going to make you know what I'm saying that type thing. Like they'll come to a point of defensiveness on their own ego. You know, what I'm saying it's you succeeding sometimes can break someone else's ego. You succeeding can make someone else be like, man, you know, what I'm saying. So it's like not everybody wants to see you succeed. You know, what I mean, it's, a lot of people are just focused on themselves. So it goes back to ego. But I also think um, another play is. um or something that it plays within it is um, really to where um, I was I was on a train, but really just to just go back on what I was saying, just catch my train of thought. Um, but it just goes back to where they don't really see it as a community and they see it as co- competition. That's one thing that mm. I feel like with Black Apron, I've tried to eliminate. Like I like I don't. Of course, I have com- people that are doing the same thing as me. You know what I mean? I know I'm not the first catering business or Instagram chef or whatever. Um, but I don't really see them as competition because really, and that's not uh, a cocky thing. It's really where it's like, this is community. You know what I'm saying? It's really where, okay, okay, I like, I might be sharing some type of customers with them, but if my quality speaks for itself or my product speaks for itself, 
then that's just that's all I can control. You know what I'm saying? I can control if someone else goes to, you know, say X, Y and Z business. I support that. You know what I'm saying? Best of luck for them. It's time for me to work on my quality. So I feel like it's, you know, like I said, it's not it's the ego, not recognizing the community, but it's also um, not really understanding what the support can really look like, too. I think like uh, people feel like, oh, if I do this, then it's like uh, it ain't really going nowhere. But it really like just sharing the page, you know what I'm saying? Or uh, doing a retweet or just showing up or even if you just like, you know, hey, I see what you're doing. Keep at it. Those small things go a long way, and I think people not recognizing that also kind of plays within the support that you know a lot of times black people don't give to black businesses. Yeah, because like like you said, like especially on like social media and different things like that, it doesn't take nothing but the click away, like a click a share, click a this whatever. Because I remember when like what was it, Trick Daddy had like a little competition about flying out the right. chef. And I was just like, yo, Black Abram, I immediately like added, added you. And right, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that to boost my own thing, whatever. I'm saying that there's, no. that didn't take that much. Right. That's all That's that's all I'm going to get to. Like, you ain't got to type the whole at name. You really now on Instagram, probably for a, a minute, it's been where you literally, for a post or anything, most times they have that auto, like not autocorrect, but it just finish it for you. It's like, oh, you mean this? And that's it. That's, that's it. All, that's all it takes. But a lot of people don't want to take that initiative no. and just like, just think about people, just be considerate of others. I think also it's just that people don't see, <clears throat> they don't see the 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 economics and the function of it. Like if I give my money towards you, that gives money towards the whole community because right. like you. That's, they don't recognize it as a community. They don't, they'll see you as opposition rather than like, you know what I'm saying, someone that you like I oh let me just rephrase it they'll see you as competition rather than community and that's the problem is yep. seeing each other as com- competition if we really look at it we have a lot of competition outside of the black community you know what I'm saying and not even where the competition is fair where the playing field is fair you know what I'm saying so why are we competing within our own community that just doesn't make sense right fighting over like scraps like in, in like well I want to say scraps because like it means a lot to a lot of people like it's not scraps in that way but material scraps in the sense of like you have the big corporations that come in and like be right. like, oh, we're going to sell this way, way low and just like outprice all the small businesses. Right. And not to, and that's where we had to hold ourselves accountable as a community and say like, you know, I will pay a little bit more for uh, my local business because I value that and it keeps dollar within the community. keeps Because like the thing is, that's an investment. Right. Like that's not just a purchase; that's an investment, and we don't think of it like that. Like, if I buy from a black business, that's an investment into the community because it circulates a dollar. That dollar isn't. It's not just like, oh yeah, the dollar just left me. No, it goes to you, then it circulates other places, and then, exactly. And it's not even a trickle down; it's a tr- is a ripple effect. See, that's what I think is lost in a lot of people is not recognizing it as a circulating or a, a cyclical nature to money um, a lot of people don't understand money um, and feel like once you spend money it's gone it can't it, that does occur but that's only if you're not investing if you're just purchasing something then you're not really the money didn't stop you just received a product or service because of the money that you gave you know what I'm saying but as in investing within a community it's the same thing of it having like, like I said a cyclical nature of it's supposed to go around. You know what I mean? Like I've seen like a, a recent study. It was talking about like uh, just within ethnic communities, um, how long the dollar stays within that community. And I think within the black community, it might have been like six days, not even a week. 
Not even a week. Ain't it might not for real for real. It, I might be I might be a stretch. It was something where I was like, wow, like we really don't. And it's like, yeah, there's not a like if we're talking about on comparison of like I said, the, if we're comparing on uh, other ethnicities and races and everything like that, there might not be as many black businesses, but there's a lot of them out here to where you can support. It's more than what people think. Yeah, exactly. And like I think it's not really recognizing the power of the black dollar, like. We push so much, you know what I'm saying? And we will buy so like we are some of the top consumers in the nation. And I can say that and stamp it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, black spending is powerful. Powerful. And it's like we don't really rec we'll we'll say it, but we don't really recognize it or understand it. Like we might say, Oh, you know, black people they buy whatever, you know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. But it's like, nah, a whole lot of other people buy whatever, you know what I'm saying? Um, but we just spend it on certain other things, you know what I'm saying? But we just don't understand the power of our actual money. We feel like we spend it a lot of times on frivolous things. Well, we do, but it's also where it's like, you know, there's a lot of black people out here investing in homes and investing in businesses and um, working hard at their nine to five, you know, because I feel like a lot of people shoot those down, but it's like they're working hard to make a living for their family. It's a like... You can't put a uh, 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 all-encompassing, you know what I'm saying, title or characteristic on a race of people like you can't, or to where it limits you. You know what I'm saying? Because if we all think that we're just spending our money uselessly, then we're going to just continue to believe that and we're going to continue to spend our money uselessly. Like, it's moving past that. Right, 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 right. Like, a lot of black people do start businesses. I actually, like, that was a statistic I saw. Like, there's a lot more black women start businesses as well. And so, like, right. there's there's that movement as well that's happening within like entrepreneurship. And so like, there's a movement happening. It's just that a lot of people just don't see it. And also, I also want to ask you about like, so for, let's say, cause you use the music example. Right. Let's, let's use like a food example. Okay. Um, cause I thought it was interesting. It was a conversation that popped up on Twitter about like, you know, why black people go into like Popeye's for the like new spicy chicken sandwich when they could go to like their local business or whatever. Cause I seen the video of like mm -hmm. there was a dude who he he's, he's not catering but he has a restaurant and like he was a black business and he went to like the Popeyes line you know the long lines right promoting his own chicken sandwich saying like it's better than Popeyes hey this is better than Popeyes you shouldn't buy right Popeyes you should like he was selling it to everybody right what was the, what was the response that he got so on social media it was overwhelming response within the like the actual lineups he probably got a few buys wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, so like really with my thoughts on that, uh Yeah, 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 yeah. Like what are your thoughts on like that whole debate that's going on right there? Because like I feel like that touches on what we've been talking about as far as like, you know, there's like this popular thing, like say the Popeye's chicken sandwich and people say like black people make that popular or whatever by retweeting all that. And while there's your local business that doesn't get that same support. Um, really, I mean that's based off of marketing. You know what I mean? Um, you have a lot of people, millions of people that was reposting and retweeting it. Um, that just doesn't, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times it doesn't trickle down to those smaller businesses um, where they're getting the same type of love. You know what I mean? Um, if you really think about it, you know what I mean? On the average, most millennials or generate X or Z, whatever, Y, whatever. <laughs> the young people, people. Young people have about a thousand followers per account, right? Now, if all those thousand followers actually were active, even if you take 500 of that, right, and you were able to retweet that and only 500, and 500 people retweeted that, 
that's vi- you know what I'm saying that's on the borderlines of bi- viral in most sense most people will call that being viral you know what I'm saying so it's really where you know we're in control of that like you know what I mean I, I don't know who you know what I'm saying people are shouting at I guess is community as a whole but it's like with you being a part of the community you know what I'm saying even with you discussing the debate it's like it's still like a a marketing ploy for Popeyes you know what I'm saying it I feel like a lot of talk is is done on social media and not a lot of action you know what I'm saying like Okay, so you're saying there's less support. So go buy the sandwich, you know what I'm saying? Post it on your account. Like, <laughs> like don't just argue and say black people buy chains and da 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 Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a whole lot of bashing, but it ain't a whole lot of action. Like, make I'm, it happen. I'm glad you said that because that's how I feel about it yeah. as well. Because, like, you could, like, it's a, chi- <laughs> it's a chicken sandwich, bro. <laughs> um, it's a chicken sandwich. It was good. <laughs> like I bought it three times. Like I'm not like that's no cap. Like bro, I, and if I found out that uh, uh, a place down the street, you know what I'm saying, has a good chicken, tra- I'm trying it. Like it is no true barrier. It, for some people, there is. I'm just speaking on my own personal. You know what I'm saying. For some people, it's like man, they don't, they don't know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because they it's the level of familiarity that Black people have sometimes that oftentimes is a uh, 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 it works. It doesn't work for their benefit. Because it, it works it works to where they feel like they already know you. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people that, like, it's going back to how we were talking about when people know you, they don't really want to support you all the time. It's because they see themselves. It goes back to the same thing I was talking about. They see themselves within it, so they don't really fully support it. And it's strange. I, and I wish I had a better way to kind of describe it, but, I mean, that's really what it is. Like, the same thing. Like I said, like, people do a whole lot of bashing and, the Ku Klux Klan is selling me sandwiches. No, they not. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just buy, just eat chicken, like, and just be happy sometimes. Like, we can't always be... Like, a critique is a, a, a important part of evolution and the progress of a people, business, etc. But that critique has to come from a place of actual wanting to spark a change and have an actual solution behind the critique. Because really, um, I think it was like a coach one time told me, if you have a complaint and you don't have a solution... I ain't gonna say the word he used, but it's crap. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you don't really have anything. You just talking. It's air, hot air. Sometimes for some people, you know what I'm saying? They don't brush the teeth in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not, if you're not actually trying to be the change, like actually be the change. You know what I'm saying? Not just we need to change. Okay, let's start with you. That's an easy way to, you know what I'm saying, combat that. Like. I don't like. I mean, it is what it is. Like I, you know, what I'm saying. Like I said, if I if if, some, if a black uh, business had like a good chicken sandwich, I'm buying it. Like, not even like if a white business had a good chicken sandwich, I'm I like chicken. Like, it's it's, it's not too it's hard. A, it's all chicken. Like. Yeah, <laughs> we'll put up a little good debate on anything. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, like I was always like intrigued by that because I was like, this is a chicken sandwich that went viral. A lot of food goes viral. Right. A lot of fast food goes viral. So why is this like the whole? Oh, black people are doing too much. Like, what? like uh, when Rick and Morty, right? They had this uh, episode that was talking about this old barbecue teriyaki type sauce that McDonald's had in like 2001 or something like that when Mulan came out. Um, and pretty much, you know, it's called Szechuan sauce. And then every like mainly white people, because that's generally the audience. Um, they flooded McDonald's like to where it was sold out in hours. You want nobody bashing them? You know what I'm saying? It really, a lot of times it's like, like I said, we don't recognize the value and the importance of the black dollar, excuse me, um, really because like a lot of times, like I said, like we'll critique from within and be like, like I said, so like 
like as a further example, like when it's a lot of times where like rappers buy chains or stuff like that. I mean, I'm I'm a person that I feel like also okay, you can invest in that in other ways, but that's that man's money, right? He can do what he want with his money that he made, earned it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. That's the freedom that we that we asked for. That's the freedom that we we are innately supposed to have. But it's like that's a freedom that he's able to explore. If he wants to buy a three hundred thousand dollar chain, that that's that man's money. You can't count his pockets. <laughs> My whole thing on chains is this. Uh, this is a little side note. Right, uh, right, right. It's cool. Uh, um, so like, I went to Africa, right, and like I went to uh, specifically Ghana. Okay. And I went to a city called uh, Kamasi, and there they they still have their tribal leaders and stuff like that. And the Ashanti Ashante King, uh, he wears gold. Mm. He's all gold. I know right? he dripped too. Right. Right. Drip from like head to toe type of gold. Mm. Everything is gold. They embrace themselves. Why can't like, we? You, you know what I'm saying? And my thing is, it's like, like I said, nobody critiqued the Szechuan sauce because of the who the core of who that was actually purchasing. It's only critique about Popeyes and voting lines and everything like that when it's black people. And my thing is, okay, like I go, let's go back to the chain example, right? Okay, rappers, young black men are buying chains because that's something that they like, right? Right. And that's labeled frivolous, right? Right. But is it still frivolous when, like, you have, like, a middle-aged white man buys a yacht that he's like, well, I'm not going to really be on the sea like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that happens. Like, you, they, 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 purchase, they purchase what they want. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to buy no $350,000 chain. Like, we talk about Bill Gates and, like, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and stuff. They know they're not buying chains. That ain't really their style. But, bro, bought, like, a 600-acre thing in Hawaii and built walls up. Like, you think that was free? <laughs> like, my thing is, it's like, yo, they do the same thing. Because we all people. Like, it's we all people. Like, at the end of the day, that's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Humans love self-gratification. You know what I'm saying? Love that's, it. That's true. We love it. We won't admit it because it goes against the self-gratification. That's what I'm saying. It's something that we don't really recognize in other communities because it's like we don't really we're not in tune with their culture like i said like you have like i'm like i'm like it's like just through comments i had a conversation with like you know what i'm saying middle-aged white men they buy harleys and like i said yachts and new estates and stuff like that cars or what they, they'll collect you know what i'm saying like i collect my ponies you know what i'm saying that type <laughs> stuff like there's a lot of that comic book collectors like they put their money in what makes them happy yeah is it a waste or is it? Or is it only a waste? I mean, if it when it's makes you people? happy, you got th that's the philosophical question. If it makes you happy, does it really? Is it like, really a waste? Do, I, I'm all for investing, but it's like, bro, you gotta live a little. Yeah, have fun. Shoot, if I could, if I had the money to buy a chain, I'm gonna get something a little bit more modest because that's who I am. But if I had the money to get a chain, why? Why not? Why? Why wouldn't I? Buy? Probably turn my like I got a black stone necklace from Ghana. I probably turn that gold. Honestly, Ooh, if I had the money. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but um, that's a little flexible. I mean, I'm dripping a little bit. I got the overseas drip. It's cool. That's um, cool. That's cool. cool. Um, but yeah, I, I also I really want to get into like because this is your first year. Uh, you completed your first year of business. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. What did you learn? Over this year, uh, it goes back in like something I feel like has been a common theme is uh, value. Um, I've learned my value because um, I feel like a lot of people, like I said, that familiarity can not only harm them on um, basically just like, I guess, morals, uh, for lack of better words, but it also harms just like me as a business owner because people feel like, oh, that's just Caleb. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, uh, I'm Caleb. You know what I'm saying? I'm still Caleb and I'm going to be Caleb to, you know what I'm saying, the Lord take me home. But 
I run a business. You know what I'm saying? And I come at it professional as as professional as possible, so people understand. Like, because one thing I've always like heard as a quote is like, people are only gonna take you as seriously as you take yourself. So if I don't take myself seriously, then people really gonna be like, oh, <laughs> it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not the case. So it's really like I said, like I had to recognize my value and also recognize uh. The, ser- the seriousness that I need to come ab- about it to actually perfect my professionalism within the business. Um, also, time management, something big, especially within my business um, and just in business in general, is something that I've kind of like, you know what I'm saying, learned, like even try to like play within my own life. Like it's like, okay, it's cool to be on time, but to be on time is really to be late. Let's try to, you know what I'm saying? If you really supposed to be there at one, try to be there like 10 minutes before. Like set the 10 minutes before as the actual time that you trying to meet. You know what I'm saying? If you if it takes 20 minutes to get to where you need to go and don't go at 1240, go at like 1230 so you can get there at 1250, decompress, get yourself together, and you're not flying in nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So that's one thing that I feel like I've learned. Um, uh, what else? I feel like, I mean, that's really kind of the main things. I mean, there's so many lessons that, you know, that just kind of come about every day because it's, excuse me, it's an everyday type thing. Like, it's just really like learning. Also, like, a, even with the everything I talked through this interview is really something that I kind of came through uh, self-reflection and, and just looking within and also just kind of looking an analysis on the outside of really how the world works. Um, I think all that came about within this year because um, I didn't have that mindset, like, like I said, March 11th. Like I didn't have that mindset at that time or really I didn't know to where to what extent that this was going to go. You know what I'm saying? At that point in time, I was like, I need money and I like to cook. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And those two things came together and made something great. So, I mean, just that pretty much. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That's awesome, brother. Um, So I also want to ask you, like, since your first year, like what what's what what's on the horizon for you as far as like where you want to take this black apron thing? Like what's your vision basically? So really, man, the next step is uh, obviously getting a food truck. Um, that's what I'm really been working with, towards. Um, obviously, you know, I've been involved with like uh, um, trying to, you know, extend my career as far as like my major goes and everything like that and actually getting within the workforce so I can have that uh, income so I can kind of, you know, invest within myself. Um, and that's something that I'm at where I'm at right now. So that's kind of now um, if we're looking, you know few years down the road hopefully that's also where it includes restaurants and everything like that um eventually want to own a fleet of food trucks not all black apron based um i have a lot of ideas for uh various other restaurants and everything like that um because i mean i worked within the restaurant industry for about five or so years so it's something i've kind of observed like and it wasn't like i just worked like a lot of people i feel like they can clock in and just do they the tasks that they give them but my thing was or at least what i recognized was like okay this is a place of business i want to be a business person how, what can I learn from anywhere that you work at to implement within your own life? So that's something that I've seen and I've been able to, like I said, implement it within to various uh, business ideas as far as like different restaurants and everything like that. So eventually that fleet, like I said, restaurant, um, I really love, you know, social media and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, you know, would love to do a show and everything like that. I mean, really the sky's the limit, man. And, I, I'm, and really the thoughts and the ideas that I have now are going to be totally different six months from now. You know what I'm saying? And not totally different where it's like they're going to be negated or anything like that. It's going to be where there's something new on the horizon. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's always reaching for that next level. Um, but that's pretty much the next level for us is uh, food truck, restaurant, chain, fleet. And then just keep it moving and building from there, bro. 
Building up, building up. You also do music, right? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I didn't know that was going to be brought up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do music. Honestly, it's it's to a certain extent, it's been taking a backseat um, because of this based off of school, trying to balance my business. Because um, like my fall semester, I was trying to really do everything. And it was uh, it just got me to a place where I recognized that I can't have everything on my plate. You know what I'm saying? At one point in time. Um, I enjoy music. I love music. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm a student of music the same way I'm a student of food. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like I'm about as good as in both, but you know what I mean? But it's just like, um, just recognizing my time uh, and my availability. Um, eventually, like if really my ideal lifestyle, like if I, if today I won the lottery and I was able to invest in my ideal lifestyle, it would be me running my food business and everything like that. And then music, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and also doing like a show, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I just love being able to reach with people, um, relate with people and stuff like that. And that goes hand in hand with music and also like video production and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, man, I got, you know, a, a, a little a little discography you know what i'm saying sitting kind of in the in the closet and everything like that a couple singles that i've you know produced over like the past year and everything like that that i know i'm like yo that's like not even on a personal like it's just like <laughs> that's a banger but i'm just like i'm not gonna you know what i'm saying i i want if i anything i do i try to do full force like you know what i'm saying like i i even teased at like a song that i had uh married that you know features renzo suburban and everything like that of, of dot wave media i'm just gonna shout everybody out you know what i'm saying um, yeah, yeah. Been working with uh, my bro Jordan. Um, he's yeah. one take Jordan on uh, Instagram and everything like that. Um, just various other artists, you know what I'm saying. And I apologize if I didn't mention you. You know what I'm saying. Um, just off the top of my head is what I'm spitting. Um, but yeah, like I've worked with you know what I'm saying various artists and I, you know what I'm saying. And I I love music. It's just having a time for it, bro. Like it's really just because it's like I said. I, anything I do, I want to go full force. Like I don't want to do nothing half tail. Like I want to make sure that. When people see me, they're like, oh, he's serious. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, you know, it's going to come. Everything, you know what I'm saying? Everything has a time and place for everything. So, uh, y'all y'all, y'all hear something soon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> bro, I, the reason why I brought music was because, like, I was, I was trying to ask you, like, you know, what is there overlap between what you learned, like, as far as, like, doing your music and as far as, like, with Black Apron as well? Like, is it all aligned when, like, how you do business in general? That's what I was trying to get at. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. Um... How does music and food overlap? Um, I mean, I could definitely go on a tangent of talking about like how hip hop kind of, you know what I'm saying, plays within food, but I'm not going to do that. But um, really within my own personal uh, life, I feel like it's, uh, it's similar, like the same thing how I was saying of uh, is people take you as serious as you, you know what I'm saying, as you take yourself. Um, it's the same thing trying to like, trying to grab that support by showing that, oh, I'm a professional. Like I'm not just... And it's been negatively termed, but SoundCloud rapper, which I mean, I have my own. That's another argument for another day of why <laughs> I don't feel like people should make that a negative term. But it is what it is. Um, because you're starting something. It's, you're taking initiative. It's, a, it's, a, it's for another. We'll be here for all day. Bro, I'm telling you, we'll be here all day. If we talk about why I feel like SoundCloud rapper should not be a negative term. Dude, I'm about to, all right, we, back I, on, I mean, you, 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 I mean, I mean, look, all right. So I'll break it down in short points. And we're going to get back on chat, right? So SoundCloud rapper, really SoundCloud, if you think about it, was supposed to be a community that was able to, where people who doesn't have the uh, mass marketing uh, skills or, you know, uh, capital or whatever to put themselves on the mainstream, then they're able to do that within a communal sense to where they able to reach millions of people, right? Let's, but this is something negative, right? They're able to reach millions of people from their laptop or computer, but that's negative, Right. And I understand it's a negative like it's a negative connotation because of like quality, music quality, whatever. 
that's because we're talking about people that don't really they're there because they don't have the uh, the backing from a label or uh, 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 just an investor that's putting thousands of dollars in them, right? Or sometimes millions. Millions. A lot of times millions, right? They don't have that. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of quality rappers that came out of SoundCloud, but there's a lot of quality rappers on SoundCloud currently. But it's like I, my my main critique, and this is how I'm going to end it, is that I feel like we only accept and only uh, see legitimacy when it's from the mainstream or really where it's the we talk so much about how you know what I'm saying different things is controlled and you know what I'm saying and how I guess um the upper you know what I'm saying 1% is in control of a lot of things but that's we we're so set in our heads that that's all we're going to support when you got something that's communal you looking down upon but it's like oh but RCA told me to buy this single you know what I'm saying but I can't <laughs> buy from buddy that you know what I'm saying that is in the same region as me like I right. just that's that's all it is. It's like, bro, like, okay, so y'all y'all against big business, but when you see small business, you shun away. Okay, got you. Yeah. Contradictory. Very contradictory. Yeah, bro. I I mean, like, you take any time for yourself cuz like you be busy. I'm doing saying. food, doing music, doing you're a full-time <coughs> student as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. how you restore yourself, bro? Um, it's just finding that balance, bro. Honestly, um, you know, I got a dog and everything like that. So I found a lot of uh, uh, self-care within just taking care of him, if that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. I know it's corny. People always say, like, oh, uh, I didn't save him. He saved me. But it's, I mean, to a certain extent, it's like, you know, I'm able to be a little bit more responsible. It's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? He don't know nothing about anything that daddy got going on. You know what I'm saying? So he just is just, hey, let's play. And I'm just like, all right. You know what I'm saying? That's a a little fresh air from, you know what I'm saying, my normal life. Um, Also being able to kind of, like I said, find that balance of like, sometimes you got to say no, you know what I'm saying, to certain things. Um, And sometimes you just got to, you know what I'm saying, limit your plate. So it's just like, like I said, like I, I love music, you know what I'm saying? I I would love if I could be in a studio like you know what I'm saying every day or every other day or whatever, that would be what I do. But I have a business. I'm also excuse me, within school. I'm also, you know what I'm saying, have other endeavors that you know what I'm saying, I'm in a fraternity, you know what I'm saying? Like it's different things that pull my time that I understand I'm like, okay, Let's pretty much, you know what I'm saying, let's look at it at uh, 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 from a grand scheme of things. What is the what is the more important? What's what can be prior to, prioritized um, to be taken care of now? What can be kind of pushed to the side? And um, I mean, it's bittersweet, but I mean, it, it I mean, honestly, it helps me because, like I said, I've I've done the whole trying to do everything thing and it runs you crazy. And it's like, OK, no, you can't do everything. You know what I'm saying? Just some some things you just got to you know what I'm saying. Sometimes you got to move your peas. You know what I'm saying? If you if you if you focus on your mashed potatoes right now, eat your mashed potatoes, enjoy them. Then you know what I'm saying. Eat your peas, man. Eat up. Eat up. Eat up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good segue to finish this interview. Um, thank you, Caleb, for coming through, bro. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, Already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where can people find Black Apron? Okay, so you can follow Black Apron on Instagram at at Black Apron One. Um, it's also on Twitter, the same uh, tag and everything like that at Black Apron One. Um, you know, just hit me up if you got any type of events. Uh, I also do plate sales and stuff like that. I'm actually gonna have a one soon that I think a lot of people are gonna like. You know what I mean? Um, you know, just follow, support the movement, be a part of the movement, eat up. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Thank you, bro. Uh, it's good hearing from you. I appreciate it. Um, I would say like, please take care of yourself. Oh, of course. You hustling out here. <laughs> I'm saying self-love is the best love, man. You got to take care of yourself. You know what I mean? I'm busy, but, you know, I'm blessed at the same time.
All right. That was, I mean, that is the, the ending of the third episode of the Sean Soapbox. Appreciate you, dear listeners. Uh, we're going to keep it popping. Y'all be easy.